Good morning, people of God. This is Apostle Shirley Evans, today being September the 14th, 2020. The time is 10.09 a.m. We just praise God for the day. I pray that all who gets this message is feeling well and may the peace of God that pass it all understanding guard your heart and mind in the name of Jesus. And so whoever is on getting this, someone is, someone is really plaguing with a migraine headache. And I pray that the Lord will release them, the spirit of pain. I speak that he will release them from that in the name of Jesus and he will heal that. Because his word says that he, he healeth all our diseases. And so yes, there is a prophetic word from God, his word is truth and yes he's given me um, prophetic songs to bring forth today and i'm telling you there are times when you have to wait on god and he will he will pour it in you pour it in you to the point where you can't go to sleep because he's pouring it into you but yet when you wake up, you wake up alert because it's not you that is doing it, but it's the Holy Spirit within you who's doing the work. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, I ask you to have your way in me today. Let me decrease and let your Holy Spirit take complete control. Holy Spirit, take complete control over me today. Fill me up. Use me. Mold me and fill me as I speak today as your oracle in the name of Jesus. And believe you not, a few days I went in a deep sleep and had a visitation from the Holy Spirit. And because of that, he unraveled the whole thing. And now he's given me a message for today. And the message is, rise up, O men of God. And so here is the song. Rise up, O men of God. Have done with lesser things. Gave heart and soul and mind and strength to serve the King of kings. Rise up, O men of God, his kingdom tarries long. Bring in the day of brotherhood and end the night of wrong. Rise up, O men of God, the church for you do wait. Her strength unequal to her task. Rise up and make her great. Lift high the cross of Christ. Tread where his feet have trod. As brothers of the Son of Man. Rise up. O men of God. Now, when God gave me the vision and he gave me the word, rise up, O man of God, I never knew there was a song. I found a song. So whether the tone was right or not, that's the tone he gave me. So here it goes. Rise up, O men of God. So it's time to bring them in. But when you rise up, you don't rise up and just sit on the bed. You have to go out and bring them in. Hark, tis the shepherd's voice I hear. Out in the desert, dark and drear. Calling the sheep who've gone astray. Far from the shepherds, fold away. Bring them in, bring them in. 
Bring them in from the fields of sin. Bring them in. Bring them in. Bring the wandering ones to Jesus. Who'll go and help this shepherd kind? Help him the wandering ones to find. Who'll bring the lost ones to the fold? Where they'll be sheltered from the cold. Bring them in, bring them in, bring them in from the field of sin. Bring them in, bring them in, bring the wandering ones to Jesus. Out in the desert, hear their cry, out on the mountains, wild and high. Hark, tis the master speaks to thee. Go find my sheep where'er they be. Bring them in, bring them in, bring them in from the field of sin. Bring them in, bring them in, bring the wandering ones to Jesus. And so now that you've risen up, you've got about the bed, now you go and search for the sheep. And so we're to bring them in. Hold the fort for I am coming, Jesus signals still. Reinforcement now appearing, victory is nigh. Hold the fort for I am coming, Jesus signals still. Wave the banner up to heaven, by his grace we will sound the battle cry see the forest nigh raise the standard high for the lord good your armor on stand firm everyone rest your cause upon his holy word Rouse then, soldiers, rally round the banner. Ready, steady, pass the word along. Onward, forward, shout aloud, Hosanna. Christ is captain of the mighty throng. Strong to meet the foe, marching on we go. While our cause we know must prevail. Shield and banner bright, gleaming in the light. Battling for the right, we cannot fail. Rouse then, soldiers, rally round the banner. Ready, steady, pass the word along. Onward, Forward, shout aloud, Hosanna, Christ is captain of the mighty throng. O thou God of all, hear us when we call, help us one and all by thy grace. When the battle's done and the victory's won may we wear the crown before thy face rouse then soldiers rally round the banner ready steady pass the word along onward forward shout aloud hosanna christ is captain of the mighty throng and so therefore, it's time for the soldiers of Christ to arise and put your armor on, strong in the strength which God supplies 
through his eternal son, strong in the Lord of hosts and his mighty power, who in the strength of Jesus' trust is more than conqueror. Stand in his great might with all his strength endued, but take to arm you for the fight. The panoply of God, that having all things done and all your conflicts past, ye may all come through Christ alone and stand entire at last. From strength to strength go on, wrestle and fight and pray. Tread all the powers of darkness down and win the well-fought day. Still let the Spirit cry, and all his soldiers come. Till Christ the Lord, who reigns on high, shall take the conquerors home. And so, it's time for us to go forth. Rise up, O man of God. Rise up, O man of God. And, and this is so awesome. Because, what are you rising up to do? And our scripture this morning is taken from Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10 to verse 20. Ephesians 6, 1 to 20. But early this morning, very early, as the Spirit of God began to say, rise up a man of God, he also says there's some women of God he's bringing forth to rise up with the men of God to go forth and to conquer and to capture the souls that are in captivity. He says the harvest is ripe. The fields are white to harvest. He says, I've given you the tools in Ephesians chapter 6. You've got the whole, all the clothes, all the whole wardrobe. Dress yourselves. Dress yourselves. You're ready. You're ready. You cannot go without piece of the garment. You have to put on the, the whole armor. You have been clothed. He will clothe you, equip you to go into battle. Wake up. Get up. Rise up. It's time to get up out of your stupor. He said, fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed. I am your God. I will go before you. I have empowered you for the mission. He says, the work is great. The battle is raging for the souls of my people. But I have given you the spirit of boldness. The word is in your mouth. I have made your mouth sharp. I am empowering you with supernatural power from on high. Yes, I'm equipping you with the power. I have heard their cries, my people, I've heard their cries. And I have come down to deliver them, to rescue the souls of men. But I need to send you out. I've equipped you. It's time to go. Do not be afraid. I will go before you. I'll be with you. The Holy Spirit is in you. He just needs a vessel. Not afraid. Not afraid. So rise up, men and women of God. And so in Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10 to 20, I'll read thus. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole arm of God that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole arm of God, that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all to stand, 
Stand therefore, having your loins girded about with truth, and having on the breastplate of righteousness, and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked, and take the helmet of salvation, and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit, and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. And for me, that utterance may be given unto me, that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel, for which I am an ambassador in bonds, that therein I may speak boldly as I ought to speak. That is the word of, of the Lord. And so, uh, the God is still saying it's time to rise up. It's time to go forth. Ephesians chapter 6 verse 10. The Christian life. We battle against rulers and authorities. That is the, the powerful evil forces of fallen angels. Headed by Satan. Who is a vicious fighter. First Peter was chapter 1. First Peter chapter 5 verse 8, and I'll find that. First Peter chapter 5 verse 8 declares, Be sober. Can't go there drunk unless you're drunk under the anointing. Be sober, be vigilant. Because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about, seeking whom he may devour. To withstand their attacks, we must depend on God's strength. The joy of the Lord is our strength. We need the word of God in us. We must depend on God's strength and use every piece of his armor. Every piece. You can't go without the shoes. You have to use every piece of the armor. Every piece. Every piece. Let me find the scripture again. We need every piece of the armor. We cannot go half naked. We need every piece of the armor. Like I said, you can't go without your shoes. You can't go without the truth. You can't go without the helmet. You can't go without the breastplate of righteousness. And so, to withstand the attacks, we must depend on God's strength and use every piece of his armor. Paul is not only giving this counsel to the church, the body of Christ, but to all individuals within the church. The whole body needs to be armed. As you do battle against the powers of this dark world, fight in the strength of the church whose power comes from the Holy Spirit. I'm not talking about the four walls. Fight in the strength of the church. He is the church. The temple of God in us. God in us. The Holy Spirit. Fight in the strength of the church whose power comes from the Holy Spirit. These who are not flesh and blood. They ain't flesh and blood. They are demons over whom Satan has control. They are not mere fantasies. 
they are very real. We face a powerful army whose goal is to defeat Christ's church. When we believe in Christ, these beings become our enemies. Oh, if we don't believe in Christ, they are, they are friends. But when we believe in Christ, these beings become our enemies and they try every device to turn us away from him and back to sin. Although we are short of victory, we must engage in the struggle until Christ returns. Because Satan is constantly battling against all who are on the Lord's side. We're soon going to know who's on the Lord's side. When this battle rage, if you're not clothed, then you go on his side. We need supernatural power to defeat Satan. And God has provided this by giving us his Holy Spirit within us. We talked about the Holy Spirit yesterday. God has provided this by giving us his Holy Spirit within us and his armor surrounding us. If you feel discouraged, remember Jesus' words to Peter. On this rock, I will build my church and the gates of hell will not overcome it. Matthew 16, 18 declares. Matthew chapter 16 and verse 18. declares and I say also unto thee he was talking to Simon Peter that thou art Peter and upon this rock I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it no the gates of hell will never prevail against it In verse, verse 18, Ephesians chapter 6, how can anyone pray on all occasions? It tells you to pray, to pray, to pray. Above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked and verse 18 says praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints but how can anyone pray on all occasions one way is to make quick brief prayers your habitual response to every situation you meet throughout the day and the Holy Spirit is in you praying. Another way is to order your life around God's desires and teachings so that your very, very life becomes a prayer. You don't have to isolate yourself from other people and from daily work in order to pray constantly. No. Always men ought to pray it always. You can make prayer your life and your life of prayer while living in a world that needs God's powerful influence. Someone I was ministering to yesterday and uh, we were just talking and, I, and the Holy Spirit had me to say, in other words, there are some people, I call them religious, who have the Spirit of God speak to them and say, turn here. But the here where the Spirit is speaking happens to be a crowd of men and women cursing, dancing, almost half naked. You call that darkness. But the Spirit of God said, turn here. So how are we going to run to the darkness if we are so religious thinking that I cannot be a part of them. No, you don't have to be a part of them, but he wants you to go to them and let your light shine among them. 
So you can make your prayer your life and your life a prayer while living in a world that needs God's powerful influence. I've had a chance where the Holy Spirit turned to have me to turn and, and, and park in front of the barroom and go in there and minister to the people. Now that was total darkness, cursing and swearing. But I went in as led by the Spirit of God. Oh, of course, he gives me the grace for that. And there, even if it's, there's one soul in there that he needs, he equips us to go into the dark places. Praying for all the saints means praying for all believers in Christ. So pray for the Christians you know and for the church around the world, just not for yourself. And so Ephesians chapter 6 verse 19 it says, and for me, that was Paul talking, that utterance may be given unto me that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel. Undiscouraged and undefeated. Here is Paul wrote, powerful letters of encouragement from prison. So you could be in a storm you could be imprisoned, you could be going through pain, but yet you can encourage someone else. Because when you encourage someone else, then it comes back to you. Because the Bible says, given it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken, get and running over shall men give into your bosom. So if you sow the seed of encouragement while the person is discouraged, you will receive encouragement back. That's the way it goes. So here he, here he was. Writing these letters of encouragement from prison. Paul did not ask the Ephesians to pray that his chains would be removed. But that he would continue to speak fearlessly for Christ. In spite of them, God can use us in any circumstance to do his will. Even as we pray for a change in our circumstances, we should also pray that God will accomplish his plan through us right where we are. That's what happened with Daniel in the lion's den. God accomplished his plan through Daniel in that situation. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in a fiery furnace. God accomplished his plan through, right through that, right where they were. Jesus dying on a cross, being spat at, being beaten. The Father accomplished his plan right where Jesus was. Isn't that amazing? Knowing God's eternal purpose for us will help us through the difficult times. So, let us rise up, rise up and take our stand, clothe ourselves with God's armor. We are engaged in a spiritual battle. All believers find themselves subject to Satan's attacks because they are no longer on Satan's side. Thus, Paul tells us to use every piece of God's armor to resist Satan's attacks and to stand true to God in the midst of those attacks. Every piece. Use the belt. The belt of truth. Satan fights with lies and sometimes his lies sound just like the truth. But only believers have God's truth, which can defeat Satan's lies. 
but we can't be equipped just with the belt of truth. We have to have on the breastplate of righteousness. Satan often attacks our hearts. The heart is deceitful of all who can know it. Satan often attacks our hearts. The seat of our emotions, our self-worth and trust. God's righteousness is the breastplate that protects our hearts. Guard my heart, guard my heart. Guard your heart, guard your heart. Don't trade it for pleasures. Don't give it away. Don't give it away to sin. Satan often attacks our hearts, the seat of our emotions, our self-worth and trust. God's righteousness is the breastplate that protects our hearts and ensures his approval. He approves of us because he loves us and sent his son to die for us. Who would do that? The songwriter said, there was one who was willing to die in my stead that a soul so unworthy might live. Under the path to the cross, he was willing to tread all the sins of my life to forgive. He was nailed to the cross. He was nailed to the cross. Oh, how much he was willing to bear. With what anguish and loss, Jesus went to the cross, but he carried my sins with him there. Are you eager to rise up, men and women of God? and go into battle, he has equipped you. You have to put on the right shoes, the right foot gear, the right shoes, not the slippers. You know those policemen have on the boots? They're marching with their heavy boots. You have to be in readiness to spread the good news. Satan wants us to think that telling others the good news is a worthless and hopeless task. The size of the task is too big and the negative responses are too much to handle. But the footgear God gives us is the motivation to continue to proclaim the true peace that is available in God. News everyone needs to hear. And then we have to put on a shield of faith when we see when we see what we see are satan's attacks in the form of insults setbacks and temptations but the shield of fate protects us from satan's flaming arrows i'll say that again what we see are Satan's attacks in the form of insults, setbacks, and temptations. But the shield of faith protects us from Satan's flaming swords. A lot of people like to say, oh, no weapon formed against me shall prosper, and every tongue that rises in judgment against me, I shall condemn it, and they go on and that. But they, if, they do, if you don't have a shield of faith, how is it going to protect you? If you don't have a relationship with Jesus, Father and Son, the Holy Spirit, and you don't have on the whole armor, you cannot be protected. But the shield of faith protects us from Satan's flaming arrows. With God's perspective, we can see beyond our circumstances and know that ultimate victory is ours. What the songwriter said, victory is mine. Victory today is mine. I told Satan to get thee behind. 
Victory today is mine. You open up your mouth to Satan if you don't have on the whole armor. You think he's going anywhere? No. Let us put on the whole armor. We need a helmet of salvation. Satan wants to make us doubt God. Jesus and our salvation. He wants to put doubt in our mind. The helmet protects our minds from doubting God's saving work for us. And oh, you need the sword of the Spirit, that sharp, sharp sword of the Spirit, that sharp sword is in your mouth. The Spirit, the Word of God, that's the sword. The sword is the only weapon of offense in this list of armor. Remember Jesus, when he had fasted for 40 days and night, and here he was in his test with Satan. What did he give him? He gave him the sword. He gave him the word of God. The sword is the only weapon of defense in this list of armor. There are times when we need to take the offensive against Satan. When we are tempted, we need to trust in the truth of God's word because his word will never lie. And so, my people of God, God has equipped us. Oh yes, he has equipped us. He has given us the shield. He's given us the truth. The truth, the truth is ascribed to God's word. In John 17 and 17, I'll find that. John 17 and 17 says, John 17 and 17 declares, Sanctify them through thy truth. Thy word is truth. And truth is also ascribed to the Holy Spirit. You know, we talked about much about the Holy Spirit uh, yesterday. John chapter 14, verse 17 um, declares, Even the Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it seeth him not, neither knoweth him, but ye know him, for he dwelleth with you and shall be in you. That's the Holy Spirit we talked about. And then it is ascribed to the gospel. Galatians chapter 2. Galatians chapter 2. Galatians chapter 2, verse 5 and verse 14. Verse 5 says, To whom we gave place by subjection, no, not for an hour, that the truth of the gospel might continue with you. And verse 14, the word declares, But when I saw that they walked not uprightly according to the truth of the gospel, I said unto Peter before them all, If thou, being a Jew, livest after the man of Gentiles, and not as do the Jews, why compellest thou the Gentiles to live as do the Jews? And so the effects the effects of it, of truth, it makes you free. John chapter 8, verse 31. John chapter 8 and verse 31 declares, 31 and 32 it says, Then said Jesus those Jews which believed on him, If ye continue in my word, then are ye my disciples indeed, and ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. So you need, you need, you need the truth. And he said, sanctify them. Sanctify them. True what? The truth. John 17, verse 17 says, Sanctify them through thy truth. Thy word is truth. And then it tells us about the purification 
which is true truth. First Peter 1, 22. First Peter chapter 1, verse 22. First Peter chapter 1, verse 22 says, Seeing ye have purified your souls in obeying the truth through the Spirit unto unfeigned love of the brethren. See that ye love one another with a pure heart fervently. So you have to go out in this battle with a purified heart with a love inside of you. And so Ephesians chapter 4, verse 15, Ephesians chapter 4, verse 15 says, He will establish you. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 15 says, But speaking the truth in love may grow up into him in all things which is the head, even Christ. And so, therefore, we have to have the truth. And we have to have righteousness. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 24 says, And that he put on the new man, which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. So you have to go out in righteousness. The new man. And so we have to also be real. We have to be real as we go out. First John chapter 2 verse 29. First John chapter 2 and verse 29 declares, If ye know that he is righteous, ye know that everyone that doeth righteousness is born of him. We have to also take, um, um, we, we, our feet has to go in peace, not angry, peace, the peace that passes all understanding. We have to go with the presence and the ex, the right relationship with God. So we have to have that spiritual peace, Romans chapter 5 and 1. Romans chapter 5 and verse 1 says, Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. And so, we have to have peace with God. We have to also have it with Christ. John chapter 14 verse 27 says, John 14 verse 27 declares peace I leave with you my peace I give unto you not as the world giveth thee give I unto you let not your heart be troubled neither let it be afraid so you going out you're not afraid because you going out with the peace of Christ that he, he said he gave to us we don't have to be afraid and then Galatians chapter 5 verse 22 Galatians, ah, Galatians 5 and 22 declares, Galatians 5 and 22 declares, we are going out with the Holy Spirit in us, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, we're going over love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, and faith. So we are equipped. And we're going to have to put on the shield of faith. The shield of faith, faith the shield is a, a piece of defensive armor carried on the arm. We need God's protection. Psalm 33 was 20. Psalm 33. Psalm 33 
verse 20 says, Our soul waited for the Lord. He is our help and our shield. He is our help and our shield. And so we, we have the, 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 the shield of faith. He gives us the favor, Psalm 5 and 12. Psalm 5 and verse 12 says, For thou, Lord, will bless the righteous with favor, will thou compass him as with a shield. So when you're going out, you're going out with favor. You don't have to worry where you're going to sleep, what you're going to eat, none of that. He's equipping you with everything. You're going out with salvation, Psalm 18 and 35. Psalm 18 and verse 35 says, Thou hast also given me the shield of thy salvation, and thy right hand had holden me up, and thy gentleness had made me great. So you're going out with truth, as I said, Psalm 91 and 4. Psalm 91 and 4 says, and 4 says, He shall cover thee with his feathers, and under his wings shalt thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. And you're going out in faith. Ephesians 6 and 16. Ephesians. Oh, bless the Lord, oh my soul. Ephesians chapter 6 and 16 says, Above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. No weapon form against you shall prosper for real, because you have on the right clothes. And so, the rulers of the darkness, Ephesians, Psalms, chapter 40, Psalms, Psalms 47, verse 9 says, Psalm 47, verse 9 says, The princes of the people are gathered together, even the people of the God of Abraham. For the shields of the earth belong unto God. He is greatly exalted. Of course, we have on this, the helmet of salvation. That's the, that's the covering for your head. First, you got to be saved to go out in this evil world when you're fighting isaiah 59 17 you have to be prepared isaiah 59 isaiah 59 blessed be the lord isaiah 59 and verse 17 says for he put on righteousness as a breastplate and a helmet of salvation upon his head and he put on the garments of vengeance for clothing and was clad with zeal as a cloak. So, here it is. The Lord's hand is not shortened that it cannot save, neither is air heavy that it cannot hear. You have to be prepared. And he provides for us Ephesians 6 and 17 we've already looked at that and he has promised 1st Thessalonians 5 and 8 1st Thessalonians chapter 5 and verse 8 declares but let us who are of the day be sober. You have to be sober. Putting on the breastplate of faith and love and for helmet, the hope of salvation. You have to have on love. You have to have hope. You have to have faith. You have to be equipped. And so you have to have the sword, which is the weapon of war. You 
must have God's word. As we spoke of in Ephesians chapter 6 verse 17. And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit which is the word of God. You can't go just study the word one day and think you equip. No, 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 no. Look and check how long Jesus was before Jesus really did his ministry. Look at Moses how long before and look at other men of God. He had to equip them to fight war. Joshua chapter 6 and verse 21. Joshua fought the battle at Jericho. Joshua chapter 6 and verse 21. And the walls come tumbling down. Joshua chapter 6 and verse 21, it says. And they utterly destroyed all that was in the city, both man and woman, young and old, and ox, and sheep, and ass with the edge of the sword. The word of God. We need it. That's our defense. Luke chapter 22. Luke chapter 22. Luke chapter 22. Verse 20. Verse 36 to 38. Luke 22. 36 to 38 says, I will read from verse 35. And he said unto them, When I sent you without purse and scrip and shoes, lacked ye anything? And they said, Nothing. Then said he unto them, But now he that had a purse, let him take it. And likewise his scrip. And he that had no sword, let him sell his garment and buy one. For I say unto you that this that is written must yet be accomplished in me. And he was reckoned among the transgressors for the things concerning me have an end. And they said, Lord, behold, here are two swords. And he said unto them, it is enough. He is our defense, the word of God. And so therefore, men and women of God, it's time to rise up. God is equipping us, souls all over the world are dying. Dying, there's a physical death, but there's a spiritual death. He needs the soldiers who he's equipping to send, he just want a yes from you. And it's time to wake up, rise up, and do what God has called us to do. So we thank God that he's equipped us with the whole arm of God. And I pray that all these words that he's been imparting in you, truly he's been doing a work in me, he's been doing a work in every one of us. And in my spirit, there's a hunger and thirst for the world. Because the world, what does the world have to offer us? There's gonna come a time when the paper money is not going to do. Somebody said, what's going to happen when there's no paper money? Or you're going to have to use a card. Hey, and what's going to happen when the card fail you? And then they said, oh, you're going to have to put a chip in your body. And so therefore, that chip in your body will indicate you on the devil's side and not on the Lord's side. So that's why He's preparing you to equip you, to tell you to live by faith. So somebody said, oh, and when all the paper money gone, that's why you have to get the gold coins. 
And so my thing is, okay, you get the gold coins to buy. I say, but what if there's nothing to buy? <laughs> okay, suppose you have all the gold, but yet you die without the glory, the gold, the salvation. Then what? I don't think they could answer that. We need God. We need to be equipped and this in these evil days. Souls are dying at a blink. I got a call yesterday saying that a great woman of God suffered a stroke. That does not mean she can't come out of it. I'm just saying how these things can happen. So let us be equipped. Let us go and rescue the souls of men. You are the God that we praise. You are the God that we praise. You are the God that is equipping us to go out. The harvest is ripe. It begins this year. Don't mind this darkness. The Holy Ghost, God is going to step out of this darkness and the glory of the Lord is going to be seen over this earth and the supernatural power is going to fall on his people. He's equipping them and pairing them for that. And this is going to be, this is that that Joel spoke about. And every eye is going to see the power and the glory of God, that God is not dead. He's alive. And he's going to do what he says he's going to do. So we as people of God are equipped. We are not afraid because we are just a vessel and the power of God is in us. Fully clothe us to run to the darkness, seek out the hopeless. Despise and bruise. Go light your candle for all to see it. Take your candle. Go light the world. Take your candle. Go light the world. Rise up, O oh men and women of God. It's time to go forth with your light into the darkness to illuminate them and carry the love and draw them to Jesus. So, Father God, I thank you for your word today. Father, may we continue to have a hunger and thirst for your word, for truth. May we be that vessel that when you call us, we will hear your voice. We will hear our name and we will answer, Here, my Lord, send me. Because you've already equipped me and you've clothed, fully clothed me to go. And so may the peace of God that passes all understanding guard your hearts and minds today. May his grace and mercy overshadow you and cover you. And may you be blessed today as you continue to have that hunger for him. Rise up, O men and women of God. It's time. God bless you. I love you. This is Apostle Shirley Evans telling you, I really love the Lord. I really love the Lord, you don't know what he's done for me. He has saved me and set me free. I love him. I love him. I really love the Lord. And guess what? We didn't ring the bell because we were so in tune in rising up 
to go forth. But you and you and you will soon hear the bell ringing to you saying, okay, it's time to go forth. My power is here. My power is falling on you. They equip you to go forth. Supernatural power. No fear. Boldness. And so I love you. God bless you and have a blessed day.